Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days beating cancer daily together. She's back. Yes, she is. You know who I'm talking about, Jackie Bryan, our functional medicine expert, RN, certified health coach, whole health educator. And she is just going to talk about both of our favorite topics today. And I hope you love it too. Jackie, come and tell us everything about nuts. I'm nuts for nuts. <laughs> oh, hi, Sarah. And I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. We are talking about my favorite food group, nuts. It's my favorite snack. It's something I carry with me wherever I go just to take the edge off my hunger. What's your favorite nuts, Erin? I am obsessed with all of them. I literally have a cabinet with probably eight different kinds. Oh, that's wonderful. I think that's, it's so great to have variety. I wanted to start off this podcast with a kind of a funny story. When I first started my practice over 15 years ago, I was really trying to build my client base. And so a local health food store said it was okay for me to set up a little table and talk to people when they were coming into the store. And so I thought, well, how am I going to get people to come over and talk to me? So I made a little sign that said, are you a nut grabber? <laughs> And said, are you a nut grabber? And it was funny, all the women came to talk to me, but the guys, they, they sort of looked at me a little funny. But I had little samples of nuts because I was just talking about all the health benefits of the nuts. So I, I love this topic. I think it's it's something that some people have given nuts a, a bad rap over time because of their fat content and their calorie content. And they're concerned that it may add extra weight to their body or maybe that they don't necessarily need this type of food in their diet. So we're, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the health benefits today. Well, I started eating a few Brazil nuts and a few hazelnuts every day and a few pumpkin seeds just because I picked that up just a little bit in a conversation from you one day. So I added those three into my cabinet and I carry them with me just because of you, Jackie Bryan. Oh, I'm so glad. I love, love those. All of those. I think they're great. And nuts are actually a food that can be really beneficial for so many people, as long as you're not allergic to nuts. This is something that's, that's a really important thing to to consider, and especially if you live in a home with somebody that's allergic to nuts, because those reactions can be very severe. Do you remember when we were younger, you went on a plane and they gave you peanuts? And yes. All of a sudden, there's no more peanuts on the plane? No, no, no more at all, just because of these types of reactions. And it's important to keep people safe. Absolutely, for sure. So people that can have nuts in their 
house and have them in their diet. There's lots of health benefits. But but just like any type of food, if it's something that does not agree with the person that's consuming it, then maybe it's not for you. But we're going to be talking about many of the positives if it is something that people can have in their diet today. I love nut butters too. I just want to say, I know it's probably better to eat the whole nut, but I'm obsessed with every kind of nut butter and seed butter. Nut butters are really healthy or can be really healthy, but some of them contain oils that can be pro-inflammatory. So this is kind of goes back to some of the things we've chatted about in other podcasts, which is being a really informed consumer, really understanding what's in the product. And I always like raw nut butter where it actually has your the oils from the actual nut in it, because I think that that's going to be the most health, health beneficial for the person's body. Also, I learned from you, look for the hidden sugar because a lot of people stuff that sugar in the nut butters. I know that. They do. They add the they add different stuff in. I always think they ruin it, right? They they take something that's beautiful, made from nature, and then they just tinker with it and kind of mess with the health benefits. One of the things I wanted to chat about is is what actually is a nut, right? Because I think a lot of people are confused about that. Is that something of interest to you? Well, I was going to say my family qualifies. Yes. Oh, no. Well, I was going to call this podcast, Oh, Nuts, right? Like, <laughs> or are you a nut grabber? It's always a good, that's always a good topic too. Well, nut is actually a type of fruit that's made up of a hard shell with an edible seed inside. And the nuts are actually classified in different ways. Some are true botanical nuts, but then there are actually culinary nuts. And this is something that I was learning as I was doing some of the research for this uh, podcast today. We actually use nuts in cooking and baking, and they're actually not true nuts. For example, a good example would be peanuts or pine nuts. Peanuts are actually a legume. They're not, they don't actually fall into the nut category. And pine nuts are actually in this gymnosperm seed category, and they don't fall into the nut category. A, a true nut, <laughs> aside from your family. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a true nut fits the definition of a botanical nut. It means that they do not open to release their seeds. And those are things like chestnuts and hazelnuts and acorns. Those are kind of examples of different types of, of nuts. The angiosperm seeds are those that are contained within a larger fruit. And those are things like Brazil nuts, macadamia nuts, and peanuts. So it, it, the some of the nuts that we eat are not actually true nuts, but there are health benefits to those as well. And I think that's where maybe we can put our focus is why are nuts so healthy? It's interesting because I hear comedy when people speak and I'm so happy that this isn't a live recording with my comics because <laughs> I can tell you four of them would have come up with a sperm joke right there. Every time, <laughs> every time you said it, I was like, oh my goodness. The gymnosperm. Thank gosh, they are not on this. They are not here right now. But no, just in terms of the trick question, talk about peanut and legume. That could have been a trick question if we were giving a test at the end of this. 
Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's confusing, but it doesn't mean like we, we need to pay attention, especially like schools or places where we may be at risk for people that have severe allergic reactions. We, we need to be very careful with those. And I'm sure that the families of those people that are suffering with those types of types of allergies, um, obviously, if they are aware of the allergy are, are pretty well versed in the foods that are going to be most problematic for that population. This is just a general observation, but it feels like people are way more allergic now, not only to peanuts, but to many things than they were when we were growing up. I remember so few kids at camp having peanut allergies, but yet when my daughter went to camp, there were many more kids that had peanut allergies. So I just think we're becoming a more allergic, inflammatory society. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you said that because there's lots of different theories on that. One is, are we just picking up on it earlier because we have better detection? The other might be that just what you said, it could be our immune systems are a little bit off. We're more vulnerable to some of those foods that may irritate somebody. There's a lot of different theories floating around on that, but I think it is important obviously, to understand what people may be sensitive to, right? I know I have sensitivities to certain types of foods. And what we're most concerned is those people that have those full-on anaphylactic reactions, not the people that just get bloated and gassy after eating something. These are the people that have an allergic reaction to something where they get short of breath, and it's truly life-threatening. It's interesting because I just remembered as you were talking that when I was diagnosed with cancer, they told me no peanuts. Stop eating peanuts. And I'm thinking, is that because peanuts are inflammatory? It, no, not necessarily. There are some uh, functional medicine practitioners that talk about peanuts in the sense that the, the shell casing contains mold. And uh, even if you go organic, there are cases that the peanuts will contain mold in them. And that's always a concern, especially if you have... Uh, cancer because you're immunocompromised and we don't want anything else growing in your in your body. So I'm not an anti-peanut person. Uh, no, the poor little peanut. Like I just saw like a little, little lone peanut with a big circle and an X through it. I, have to, I like peanuts, but I'm just assuming that then pistachios might fall in that same category about potential mold one you're going well, the, to the focus was actually on the on the the peanuts in particular but that's a whole nother podcast that we could kind of get into in terms of quality of nuts and actually i was going to talk about that in a little bit in terms of what makes nuts healthy and what makes them unhealthy and then we can kind of dive into it at that point as well great um, let's do it well I'd like to start off with the positive stuff. So like, <laughs> what, what makes nuts so healthy? Like why are you and I so excited about nuts in general? I think they are a super source of nutrients. They, they are high in fat, but they're high in the healthier fat. They're low in carbohydrates. So they often fit into really any diet that people are doing. They can fit into keto, paleo, Mediterranean, standard American diet, all, all of those. So how about, wait, can they fit in the seafood diet? I see it and I eat it. 
Yes, they fit into the seafood <laughs> diet, but they are rich in vitamins like vitamin E, magnesium, and selenium. You talked about eating Brazil nuts. Just two Brazil nuts a day will give you all of your selenium. Selenium or selenium requirements for the day, but selenium is a very powerful uh, mineral. It's got really great antioxidant components. And so I have two Brazil nuts every day just to get my selenium in. See, I copied you. I remember <laughs> that. I'm so excited. It is. I mean, the other thing that makes the nuts so amazing is that they are packed with antioxidants. And we you can learn all about antioxidants on our antioxidant podcast uh, that we did a while back. But antioxidants have um, components called polyphenols in them, and they combat oxidative stress. They, they neutralize those free radicals that are those unstable molecules that can damage our cells, put us at risk for disease. It's, it's so important for us to think about it. There was a, a study that I was reading about that people that were eating walnuts or almonds increased their polyphenol levels and significantly reduced oxidative stress compared to the control group. So even just, this is where we talk about food as medicine, the medicinal benefits of food. This is why you and I are so excited about nuts because we've had our our hit. I'm a 20-year breast cancer survivor and and you're a stage 4 cancer survivor and we're we're seeing that food is powerful. Is this why our skin looks so fabulous, Jackie? We do, we do. Like I'm not bragging, but maybe it's the oil from the nuts and the antioxidants. We look younger. No, but we look younger. We look younger. I always say it's a chemo facial, but, <laughs> but look at that tumor humor flying here. <laughs> well, the one the one piece of benefits with nuts that I think are one piece of information about nuts that is beneficial that people that it contradicts a lot of what people believe is that it can help with weight loss. It, nuts actually have been shown to promote weight loss rather than contribute to weight gain. Um, nuts were avoided by so many people for so long because of the calorie density in them. But there's several studies that indicate your body doesn't absorb all the calories in the nuts. The, the fat actually is attached to some of the fiber and it gets escorted out of your body. So while you look at the calories of the nuts outside of the body before you eat them, it doesn't mean that they're going to be fully absorbed by your body. They're going to be escorted out of your body through your feces, but that, but you will absorb some of them, but maybe not all of them, which is one of the beliefs that they have that it can aid with weight loss, which I thought was kind of cool. So cool. The other thing that I, I think is important, especially for our cardiovascular patients is that nuts have been shown to lower cholesterol and triglycerides. And some of the studies indicated that nuts can lower the LDL, which is that low density lipoprotein cholesterol, which is what everyone associates as the bad cholesterol and triglycerides, which are the, the fats that are circulating in your bloodstream. And it, not only can they lower it, but they can actually boost 
the good levels of HDL cholesterol. And HDL is the high density lipoproteins, which are the ones that are helper. Those are the ones that go into the bloodstream, they grab a hold of the LDLs and they escort them back to the liver for storage. So they're not out circulating on the highways of your artery. I love nuts. I'm loving them more by the minute. Well, what's the reasons that I recommend nuts to my clients, those that actually can tolerate them, don't have an allergy to them is because it can help balance blood sugar. And for anyone that knows me knows that I'm incredibly passionate about balancing blood sugar. And and what we know is that every time we experience blood sugar spikes, especially on a regular basis, this can lead to inflammation in the body. And as an inflammation expert, I do my very best to help my clients reduce inflammation in their body because we know that inflammation is the the culprit behind many of the diseases that we see, cancer, diabetes, heart disease. And so balancing blood sugar is important. So you might be curious, how is it that nuts can balance blood sugar? Like, what is it that they actually do? I'm with you, Jackie. I carry them in my purse and I have them in my car because I have a tendency to be hypoglycemic, to have low blood sugar. And Mm -hmm. I find that if I snack on them, my blood sugar stays more stable. Now that's just me personally, but now you're saying that this is shown. It's it's shown. I mean, you can combine certain foods in order to balance blood sugar. And usually those combinations would have fat, fiber, and protein. And fat, fiber, and protein together when you're eating them can actually slow the absorption of, of the sugar in your system so that you don't have those spikes. The beautiful thing about nuts is they are packed with fat, fiber and protein all together. So you don't need to be combining foods. They are naturally present in the nuts. And so wait that's- a second in our chocolate podcast, which everybody has to hear. We talked about that winning combination of nuts and chocolate. So props and respect to nuts and chocolate. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that bringing in nuts with chocolate is a great benefit, and and that will help reduce the the blood sugar spikes. I think our overall goal is to keep inflammation low. I mean, this is a a podcast for cancer patients and their families and loved ones, and we are all acutely aware of the damage that inflammation can do. And so the research tells us. Nuts may reduce inflammation, especially in people with diabetes, even kidney disease or other serious health conditions like cancer. So I think that's something that we need to pay attention to. So a lot of the studies have actually been done using the Mediterranean diet, which is one of the most heavily researched diets that we've seen out there. And the Mediterranean diet, for those that aren't familiar, it's some heavy with olive oil and nuts and fruits and vegetables, all the clean, healthy, whole foods that we're really focusing on. Oh, I thought it was just that we all get to go to the Mediterranean, Jackie. I know that would be a field trip. <laughs> no, I, I follow the Mediterranean diet a lot and it it does make your skin look really good <laughs> and your hair not to be vain. I'm just saying (laughs) it does wonderful things for skin, hair, nails, but I do like this idea that we all need to go to the Mediterranean too, as part of the diet plan. (laughs) I love how you take things that I say and you turn it into a grand adventure. 
<laughs> That's why we're friends. You work so hard, Jackie. You work so you have so many clients and so many corporate shows and events that you do teaching everyone. I want to take you and I want to spoil you because you give so much back to the Comedy Cares community. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm going to pack my bags. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I, when I'm talking to my clients, in one of the things I share with them is if they are a nut fan, if there's somebody that wants to bring nuts into their into their diet, I give them sort of this high level overview of why are nuts the perfect snack in Jackie's mind. There's there's about five grams of protein per serving with nuts, three grams of fiber, the healthy fats that are good for our heart, healthy carbs. There's a high satiety factor, and that actually ties into the weight management piece. And they taste good. I love the taste of nuts. And what's funny is I've gotten so used to the taste of nuts in their raw format that if I'm out and I grab nuts that are salted or have sugar by mistake, I'm like, oh, these don't taste as good. I have to tell you that for me, because you said satiety, and for me, it's the crunch. I love the pushback. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to sound so weird. First of all, I have to crunch a certain amount of times a day or psychologically, I don't feel full. So I have to get that crunch on, but it's when it fights back a little bit and you really chomp at it that I did. Mm, that's a good nut. <laughs> it's not soggy. It's just like really like hard and crunchy. I love that. I am learning so much about you. <laughs> the worst part is Jackie, if somebody took the title out, and they just took the transcript. <laughs> this podcast could sound so dirty and so. Fun. It seems that your mind goes that direction. We got to no. keep it. <laughs> we're a clean charity. It's just it was like when you were talking about the white stuff. Yeah. Oh, sugar. Yes. I had to keep going. We're not talking about cocaine. I just. <laughs> This podcast has to be in context because I do have (laughs) religious people that listen all over the world. So I'm just, I'm just like, no one can take this out of context. No, no, we are, we are on our nuts. We are eating nuts. (laughs) Uh, So what I wanted to do is I wanted to highlight some nut superstars, if that's okay, because I, for those people that are nut skeptics, we, we have the nut grabbers. We have the nut skeptics. We have to we have to name all these categories here. But I'm interested in in just sharing with people the nut, some of the nut superstars. One of the nuts that I think is one of the more common nuts that we see are almonds. And I like almonds. And and almonds are actually a top heart nut. They are highest in calcium and vitamin E. And they're lowest in saturated fats. And there are some studies that have shown that it improved insulin sensitivity eating nuts and even protection against breast cancer. Wow. Yeah. I remember when I was diagnosed, now it's all coming back to me. I was told one, not to eat peanuts and two, to blanch the almonds, to put them in water and then let them soak overnight. And mm-hmm. then you could drink the, but is that true? Should we blanch them or just eat them crunchy? 
Well, you can you can eat them all different ways. One of the reasons that they have you do that is for absorption. It's easier. You're going to get more of the nutrients from it that way. It's easier to break down, but but you can eat them the other way and still get many of the the benefits. But it, it there's lots of different advice for different types of nuts, and I will give some definitely at the end in terms of being an informed consumer and and so you can get the most from your nut consumption. I did want to ask you, do you know what nut is most beneficial for the brain? I'm going to guess Brazil nut or hazelnut. Well, close, but this nut actually looks like a brain. That's a hazelnut. Walnut. Oh, oh, you're right. I don't know. I was thinking like a little tiny brain walnut. You're right. Oh, yes. Yes. So if you want to support your brain, you want to eat a walnut. It looks like a brain. It has the most omega-3s, which are super beneficial for the brain. And it has melatonin, which can help with sleep. It's also packed with protein, manganese, copper, and magnesium. And magnesium is also the the huge in, in getting a good night's rest as well. I am, I'm going to get chastised by my comedian, Richie Byrne, because Richie was the warm-up comic for the Dr. Oz show mm-hmm. and for years. And Dr. Oz said, have five walnuts a day, every day. And I was at the Dr. Oz charity gala, Health Corps, and I sat next to the head walnut farmer in America. <laughs> And I got the answer wrong. I knew that answer. And I even sat next to the walnut family and I didn't get it right. And now, boy, am I going to get teased by Richie Byrne. He always says in his his act that the one thing he learned by being the warm up of the doctor show <laughs> is that we all need to eat five walnuts a day. Well, there is, I mean, every this is the piece that I think we need to understand is You're going to hear all these great benefits for these specific nuts, but just imagine if you put them in a a mix, like a little mix together, all the benefits that you'd get. Put your two Brazil nuts in there, a few walnuts, a few almonds. And I'm even just going to talk a little bit about peanuts. We talked about the mold in the shells and that is concerning, but peanuts are actually not a nut, as we mentioned, they're a legume, but they're highest in protein. They have arginine in them and they have a an incredible benefit to your endothelium and your heart, but, but it's important to go organic with the peanuts. If you can, that's, that's probably the best, best way to go. If I had to say, Saren, tell me the nut that is most beneficial for sleep. Which one do you think that would be? It's not the ones I listed already. Well, I know that you told me to do 10 pumpkin seeds, but those are seeds. Right. That's another podcast. (laughs) I know we have to do that where I'm so excited because I'm obsessed with seeds too. I wonder what you're thinking at home. Well, these nuts, well, well, I'm going to give you the, I forget what game show it is where you give the question. They have to come up with the answer. Jeopardy. Okay, ready? Do, 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 do. (laughs) These nuts are nutrient rich in tryptophan. They're a good source of manganese. They have copper and other micronutrients in it. They help with sleep. They lower cholesterol and they're good for vitamin E. The answer is they begin with an H. Well, hazelnuts. 
You got it. That's that's why you told me to eat hazelnuts every day. Hazelnuts are really good for sleep. Pistachios. You mentioned pistachios, and and these are vision enhancing. They have gluten in them, vitamin E. They're a good source of protein. They're helpful for your lipid profiles, which are the the cholesterol levels, and they can help normalize blood sugar after eating a high carbohydrate meal. So. All of these nuts can help normalize blood sugar because they have protein, fat, and fiber. But you see that any of the nuts that we talk about are are have some health or medicinal benefit. The Brazil nuts we already talked about, they're anti-cancer, antioxidant, they have selenium. The Brazil nuts are also in that family of, of nuts that can lower cholesterol and help with cancer prevention, all of those. How about macadamia nuts? Do you like macadamia nuts? It's interesting because I had never had one until I went to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. And they feel so indulgent to me. They can they taste are. like chocolate almost. Same yeah, they're cr- almost almost creamy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go to the store and buy some right now. Um, <laughs> we call macadamia nuts the dessert nut. And they are as delicious as they are because they are the highest in fat. They have the most fat in them, I think of all the nuts, um, but the fat that they have are the heart healthy monounsaturated fat, um, which is is the good kind. They also contain manganese and thiamine. So there's some real good health benefits with those. Part of those fats that they have in there can actually help reduce oxidative stress and inflammation, which is one of the reasons that they're, they're so high in fat and also feeling indulgent when you're eating them. The thing with nuts, we talked about variety. So now I think in our little non-plastic container that we're going to hold these nuts in as a variety, we've got a few almonds. We've got some two Brazil nuts. We have a few walnuts and maybe a few hazelnuts. And now we just dropped in one or two macadamia nuts, right? So now we're getting this delicious mix together. One of one of my all-time favorites are pecans and these are top in vitamin E. They're great for, for heart benefits. They're rich in manganese. I take these and I crunch them up on my salad with pumpkin seeds almost every day. I I really enjoy pecans. I do get them dry roasted, so no oils are added to them. And I think it's important for people to, to really think about the way that they're consuming nuts because just any old nut is not Not all nuts are created equal. So we need to make sure that we're consuming them the right way. So you said about not putting them in plastic. And I think we all put them into Ziplocs and go on the road. And I just saw your face. You can't see her face, but she just like, (laughs) it looked like she threw up in her mouth. That's That's how nauseated. Jack, you got to hear that my nuts are in a Ziploc, (laughs) not zip. I'm not talking anything bad about the company Ziploc, a little plastic bag, but you're saying put them in a glass container. Yes. Or a silicone bag. You can, you can get those on what a local grocery store. So I, especially for cancer patients, and this I think should be another podcast on plastics, parabens, phthalates, things that are in our personal care products, things that are in the products that we consume our food in. You can't avoid all plastics, but many plastics act as an endocrine disruptor when they go into our body. And and for example, plastic, when it goes into the body, fools the endocrine system into thinking it's an estrogen 
and it, it can actually lead to some changes in the endocrine system of the person that's consuming it. And as a breast cancer survivor myself that had a hormone driven cancer, I got a lot of, a lot of all the, a lot of the plastic out of my home and the products I use. Now you can't help it when you go to the store and things are wrapped in plastic. Uh, but I do my best to eliminate that. And we probably shouldn't go down this path right now because we have like a 10 hour podcast of Jackie talking about this stuff. No, but I just got you to come back and do another podcast. Do you see the method to my madness, Jackie? I put in a little tiny little dangle of something and then you give us a little explanation and you go, that's another podcast. I'm like, yay, Jackie's coming back to do another podcast. It, it is. It's a, it's, I will say just to, to, and my thoughts on the plastic, it's 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 important for us to understand that we need to advocate for ourselves and make sure that whatever we're putting in our body is not only the highest quality ingredients, but it comes in a container or something that is going to keep us safe because the food actually can absorb it from the container. So that's another again, another podcast. I want to finish out with cashews though. Can I just oh. can I- I was just going to say, we have to talk about cashews because probably the most jokes are written using the cashew in the joke because it's a funny sound and coming from the Comedy Cures Foundation and being a comedian also, you think funny and you hear funny sounds and that sound is hilarious. So I was like, I hope she doesn't forget about cashews. <laughs> How does a nut sneeze? I don't know. How does a nut sneeze? Cashew. Uh, <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> because of that joke, I am not leaving cashews out, right? So cashews <laughs> are, it, it, we have a tendency in our society we label food good or bad and and we label them based on what we've heard in the media our own experiences the macadamia nuts are bad because they have high fat cashews are bad because they're high in saturated fat it's we're not labeling any of these nuts as bad every single nut has a health value to it but it's also important to do things in moderation cashews have the highest percentage of saturated fat but it doesn't make them bad. It just means that of the nut group, they have the higher percentage of saturated fat, which is the fat that's solid at room temperature, which is the one they tell you to really think about when you're looking at heart health and all of those. But they're also highest in copper and they also are very high in healthy fats. They have lots of antioxidants and they can help in terms of heart disease, in terms of their monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats. So while they have the saturated fat, they're also rich in those other healthy fats. And some of the studies are indicating that the antioxidants that are in the cashews have helped people with metabolic syndrome, which is a a diagnosis of like five different conditions, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, enlarged waist circumference. I mean, it's a whole host of different uh, conditions and they have been shown to help with that. So there are, again, lots of lots of health benefits. I think what might be helpful is answering the question, what makes them not unhealthy? The how many I consume when I sit down and watch a movie instead of popcorn. (laughs) That's a good point, right? So volume, right? Or a portion size could make the nuts 
unhealthy because it could cause weight gain. Anything that we overdo can cause weight gain. Obviously, if you're allergic to the nut, that's not something that that is um, going to be good for us. The other thing is not, not all nuts are created equal, right? We were saying that earlier. The nuts are jam-packed with nutrients, but there are some processing methods that the, the manufacturers use that can diminish the health benefits of nuts. For example, pre-shelled nuts leave the natural casings of the nut exposed, causing that natural fats and oils to break down and become more rancid easily, right? So if we pre-shell them, nuts that are pre-seasoned, right? Those yummy ones you get in the gas station when you're driving off the highway for a break, right? They're they're pre-seasoned, but a lot of times they're high in sugar or too high in salt. and, And that really diminishes the health benefits of those as well. Even nuts that are roasted can be unhealthy because they roast them in hydrogenated or vegetable oils and fats that are pro-inflammatory. Nut butters that you talked about earlier, and I, I love nut butters, but they're not always healthy because they can be added sugar in it. There can be lots of salt and the hydrogenated oils. So when you are choosing your nut butters, you want to choose them with their own oil if possible. I think that's going to be really helpful. Another recommendation for choosing your nuts to keep them healthy and to keep your body getting all the health benefits of it is to choose a variety of nuts, right? We just talked about that little glass container. You're going to be putting that the variety of those different nuts because of all the health benefits. And then even opting for unsalted dry roasted nuts whenever possible and and look for the raw ones. I think that's helpful as well. Do you want to store them in the refrigerator? Should they be in a dark place? What's the best way to store them besides glass? I store them in a dark pantry. I think that's that's fine the way they are, but look at the expiration date right? You'll know, you will know if your nut has turned rancid. (laughs) You will know that when you eat it, it'll just taste different and it'll taste off and and don't eat it because the health benefits are gone. And in fact, it's either probably more harmful than anything. So you want to make sure that you're, you're consuming them. I think consuming nuts or nut butter with minimal added ingredients are going to make sure that you get the best quality and make sure you look at the, the expiration date. I think that that's a really important part. And you should be doing that for all your food as well. Really quickly, can we just talk about nut oils and nut milk? Because are those good choices to make? So I consume almond milk. I actually have a a, a product that makes my own almond milk. And it's called an almond cow It's so funny that you say that because one of our dear friends has new milk and Mm -hmm. new milk, and he came out with a machine and packages that have the, the compressed almonds and you just add water and it makes this very delicious milk. It's delicious. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of different varieties of of things that you can make your own milk. So if you do opt for any or almond milk, cashew milk, any of those, you want to just read the ingredient label. And, And the reason for that is there are additives that are put into some of these products that are not helpful. And so being an informed consumer with those would be would be really helpful. So again, there are other options for those, but I I consume almond milk frequently. So it's, I think it's, it's a good option, but again, read the label. 
What about the fortified part? Is well, fortified true? means fortified means that they're they're adding in something that's going to give some nutritional value. And again, it depends on how they're actually doing that. It, it's hard for me to speak into this topic because it really the answer is it depends on the manufacturer and how they actually bring that into the the food. I think that's the important thing is that's why people really need to be able to read the labels. And what about the the oils? Because you see all the, we could do a whole episode <laughs> on just oils. oils. There's walnut oil. There's, there's grapeseed oil. There, there's different types of oils. And again, it's, you can find healthy versions of all of them. And it's just about being a informed consumer, making sure you're getting the best version for your body. But I really like the point that you made that you should try to keep the oil the same as what you're doing. So you wouldn't toast almonds and peanut oil, right? Is that what you're right. saying? Right. Or sunflower, safflower. You'll see when you go to the grocery store and you look at, say, a peanut butter label or an almond butter label, you want it to be like just raw where you just want it to be just all almonds. You don't want to have all the added stuff in it. Like they add in maple or sugar or they'll add in sunflower oil. You don't need all that in there. You just need the raw product. I think to get the the best health benefits. How about baking with nuts? Mm. Walnuts, pecans. Yes. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. (laughs) Jackie is so informative. I mean, I, I love nuts, but now see, you get me thinking and I'm going to a cocktail party tonight. It's actually called a mocktail party. They're not having real alcohol, which I think is really cool, but it's like a cocktail party. And Mm -hmm. I have so much to talk about. (laughs) You do. You make me sound so smart. Well, you'll be the life of the party with your nut conversations. You can you can bring a little variety of the nuts as a sampling and you can tell them the health benefits of all of them now. Before I tell you my joke, I did tell you a little joke already, but I have another joke for you. Is there anything else that that you need to add so that we are the most informed nut eaters? The only thing I would add is that everything in moderation and that variety is key. We we put a spotlight on many different health benefits of different types of nuts. And so imagine the health benefits you'd have if you included a little bit of each from those categories. It'd be some really big health benefits for that. I'm so excited to get home with my little OCD self and take all my nuts out of all the plastic and put them in little glass containers. <laughs> my husband's going to call you and say, Jackie. <laughs> well, I actually, I use little baby food jars that I purchased. You can get them on Amazon or something, but they're just the right portion size. And so at the beginning of the day, I take my variety of nuts and I put them in my little glass they're for people that make their own baby food and you get you can get them online and they're just the perfect size. And so there's a portion control component for that. There's no plastic in it and it's just easy to take along with you. So I forgot to say that I put a whole uh, potpourri, if that's what you would call it, of <laughs> crushed nuts and seeds on my oatmeal every morning. 
Yeah, that's a good that's a good strategy for fat, fiber, protein, and, and then nutrient. I add my berries because you said beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me tell you my silly, silly joke. Why did the girl smear peanut butter on the road? I don't know. Why did she do that? To go with the traffic jam. Oh, that <laughs> <laughs> oh, is so cute. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so much. This podcast actually made me really hungry and it made me <laughs> really want to go get a bunch of my different nut combinations and have them right now. So thank you so much. I love when you visit Beating Cancer Daily and come back soon. I can't wait. We came up with a lot of topics today. So I hope we made you nuts for nuts today. (laughs) I hope you have a blessed day and I'll see you tomorrow. I hope you guys know this, but Beating Cancer Daily is a listener and donor supported podcast and community. So if you have some extra change, I'd love you to go to comedycures.org and make a donation today of whatever level is comfortable for you. And it will be tax deductible to the extent allowed by law because Comedy Cures is a nonprofit 501c3 organization founded from my chemo chair, April 1999, and we've been going strong ever since. So please consider making a donation today and help our community and this podcast thrive. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is? It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the Membership Circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.